0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to a mini episode of Movie Hal. This time, we'll be briefly discussing a movie that I've seen and Joe hasn't. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm joined, as I said already, with uh, the semi to my Akeem, Joe. Hi, everybody. <laughs> not an awkward intro? No. So, I noticed something looking at IMDb for this, which is it's not coming to America, too. It does list that name as an also known as, but it's actually coming to the numeral America, which I didn't realize, because when we were both supposed to see this, it was with a friend, but you weren't able to be there, so I didn't click the button or anything.
1: I had to turn into a pumpkin and disappear, because I worked super early,
0: so I couldn't hang any later. So, this movie brings back pretty much all the original cast. Um... Although everybody else seems to have aged by 20 or 30 years, Eddie Murphy looks about five years older. He looks like he's put on maybe a few pounds, but uh, like maybe it looks like they froze him after the first one, which is...
1: Okay. They did it to Walt Disney. They could do it to him.
0: So do you have any preconceived notions about this? Anything that you... Any questions you had about it coming in for somebody who would be interested in potentially watching this? Because we want to keep this pretty short and relatively spoiler free. Yeah, I didn't have any preconceived notions. I hadn't ever even seen
1: the original Coming to America, like the full movie. I mean, I'd seen bits and pieces. I know. But otherwise, I didn't, I, I knew it was came out around the same time of Eddie Murphy's popularity with like Beverly Hills Cop. And, uh, oh, I know there was another one that I'm thinking of, and I can't remember it now. But otherwise, I wasn't super interested in it because of that Mm -hmm. but i'm like oh you know if i got time i'll come i'll come hang and watch it i don't mind to hang out with some people and watch this movie but otherwise nope nothing
0: nothing particular for me okay yeah even my girlfriend enjoyed it she said and she hadn't seen the original either it's one of those movies where you get a lot more out of it if you've seen the original there are a lot of callbacks there are moments where they kind of break the fourth wall a little bit in a way similar to how it happened in the first one there are callbacks to similar behaviors to the first one there's even uh in the original movie akim meets a girl who he's supposed to marry somebody that he's essentially promised to by his family and he's trying to get to know her because he wants somebody who is intellectually compatible with him so he's asking her you know what do you like you know what movies do you like what music do you like and she just says i like whatever you like and there are callbacks to this in this movie as well but that same girl Appears in this movie as okay. the sister of a rival leader named General Izzy, who's played by Wesley Snipes.
1: Oh, and nice. And is a
0: fantastic character. With but Wesley Snipes in the original? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. I haven't watched the original in a long time, but I do not remember him being in it. Yeah, they were watching it, uh, the original at the time that we I came
1: over that night. Uh, and I... Remember a little bit of it, Um, I didn't realize that Sam Jackson played a small role in it uh, as an armed robber, an armed assailant, and I was a little disappointed when you told me that he didn't reprise a role for this. That was a, I feel like, Hollywood-wise, he's kind of, he's one of the good guys of Hollywood, kind of a nerd, um, in a sense, and would seem like one who would do this if asked, hey, we're going to be doing this movie. You want to come back for this little role, just to kind of cameo in it? And I feel like, you know, unless there was like a scheduling conflict, that he'd probably do that.
0: Yeah, it does seem like something you do. So I did just check. Wesley Snipes did not appear in the first one. That character was there as a colonel instead of a general, but he was played by Calvin Lockhart in the first one. Okay. So this sets up a lot of the conflict. He comes in, he's upset because Akim had shunned his sister basically all those years ago and in the original movie you know he he wants somebody who will challenge him so he's telling her to do things he tells her to bark like a dog hop on one foot all this stuff and then he says like leave me or something like that at one point and she hops out of the room on one foot while barking and is never seen again for the rest of the movie and the first time you see her in this movie 30 years later she enters the palace hopping on one foot and barking like a dog (laughs) oh my god ah, well <laughs> done yeah. that's ah, that's well done it's one of, yeah it's one of the callbacks you wouldn't get if you hadn't seen the original but it's really good and so general Iz- izzy or eatsy i keep wanting to say wants to join their two nations they're kind of in conflict with each other people think that Akeem's a weak leader You know, he hasn't done the progressive things that he wanted to do originally. And James Earl Jones, as his father, is telling him, like, you're going to be assassinated within a month tops after I'm gone. And uh, so a lot of it is about him trying to kind of find himself and and figure out how to be a better king once his father passes. And part of that journey is finding out that he had a son when he was in America, that Semi had drugged him and sent him home with... Leslie Jones' character, Mary Johnson. I don't know if you know okay. Leslie Jones. She was the one that was in... I, uh... I know
1: who Leslie Jones is. Okay. Yeah, she was I a subway attendant who Was she who in became... the first one? She couldn't have been in the first
0: one. No. No. Okay. No. Really, the first thing I can recall seeing her in... I'm sure... I think she might have been in, I don't know, some sketch shows, you know, like Saturday Night Live and things like that. Yeah, but the first I think thing she I was I a Saturday...
1: She's a Saturday Night Live alum.
0: Yeah. First thing I remember seeing her in was... The 2016 Ghostbusters is the subway attendant who joins up with them later on. Um, but Yeah, she's the female Winston of that movie. (sighs) Okay. But yeah, she she had his kid, but he didn't remember it. He didn't know that he had ever been with anybody but Lisa. So he finds out from kind of this witch doctory kind of guy that's in the palace. And then Semi reveals like, oh, well, actually, while we were in America, you know, I gave you this stuff. And he starts recalling these memories, and then he realizes, I have to go find my son. I don't have a male heir. Only a man can rule. And so that that's the big conflict in the movie. He's trying to find his son, and trying to get his son, who's grown up without a father, in New York to be a prince. He's trying to find a way to keep this General Izzy at bay. And he's dealing with the fact that the people in his life think that he's kind of failed to be the kind of king he intended to be. Okay. And really without going any further than that it is one of those movies where there are a lot of callbacks you know there's a scene in the first movie where there are these royal bathers who bathe akim who bathe eddie murphy's character and there's even one where a girl comes up out of the water and she says the royal penis is clean (laughs) and there's a callback to this when he brings his son lavelle johnson played by jermaine fowler he brings his son And the mother to Zamunda, they kind of get the whole royal treatment. It's one of these things that's this awkward scene that happens in a lot of, like, these awful Hallmark movies and stuff where it's, like, somebody who's not used to being in a high-brow kind of situation where they're eating really quickly. Tracy Morgan plays one of the uncles who's there who's kind of a big character throughout the thing, and he has this, like, big rivalry with uh, Arsenio Hall's semi, and they're Uh really good together. Um you know, they're, they're like just that shoveling sounds food in fun. I liked
1: Tracy Morgan.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of good actors in this, and there's a lot of actually really good performances. Um, yeah, there's this rivalry there. They're kind of settling into this life. The son, Lavelle, is trying to kind of learn what to do. Uh, Eddie Murphy's character has three daughters. So some of them are trying to help him, but the oldest daughter has been training essentially to take over as the ruler for her entire life because she was the oldest there was no male heir it was assumed that she would be queen someday but he's revealing like nah that's not going to happen and then he kind of gets dressed down a little bit you know like you were supposed to be this progressive leader and now you're not and he's like i can't ignore all this Ah, tradition but it's kind of one of those things like in aladdin where suddenly at the end he realizes like oh wait i make the rules do you know what i'm talking about
1: yeah, absolutely. Where the Sultan's the like, like, you no, can't marry this person because... Yeah. The Sultan. Yeah. Just do whatever I want. I'm a Sultan.
0: Yep. Okay. So, they're starting to get used to this life, but there's a scene where they find out that there are royal bathers, and they're apparently, like, big, muscly men royal bathers as well as the women royal bathers, and they're bathing Leslie Jones as Mary Johnson, and there's a scene where she's laying there in the in the giant pool-sized tub... And her son comes in and asks her this question. He's like, should I let these bathers bathe me? Like, this is so weird. I don't know what to do. And she's like, you enjoy it. Like, you deserve it. This is great. And when he leaves, this guy, this big muscle dude, pops up out of the water. And he says, the royal privates are clean. And she's like, why don't you try again? <laughs> but it's it's hey. full <laughs> it's full of scenes like that that call back to the original. So, okay. yeah. it's It's strange that this movie was released directly to video on Amazon Prime. Because it really does seem like a movie that would have done well in theaters if they had wanted to hold off or even if they had wanted to charge something for it. Okay, was it not uh Yeah, I was getting ready to ask. Was it it not a rental?
1: Was it just on Amazon Prime then?
0: Yeah, included with Prime.
1: Okay, so I could go watch
0: it now. You could. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I really don't want to talk any more about it, but it is one of these things where they have tons and tons of callbacks to the old one. You know McDowell is there with his restaurant. He still is talking about like no, no, we're not ripping off McDonald's. Like you know, we're <laughs> talking about lawsuits and cease and desist orders. You know, Even everything... though they're totally and completely ripping off McDonald's. Yeah, and all of the uh, all of the royal stuff is completely like overblown. You know, it's it's excess that is hilarious. If that okay. makes sense, like you know, kind of like when I talked about it. You know, this that there's that scene in the original where where Hakeem is trying to mop a floor, but he's just pushing the bucket back and forth because he doesn't know what he's doing because he's never done anything for himself in his life. It's very much that way in this one. When they come in to wake somebody up, there's like a whole crew of people that come in and they ring this little triangle and there's like a, a potentially an orchestra there that starts to play from a balcony overhead and there are all these people there to help them get ready and get dressed and get cleaned up and all this stuff. And uh... Yeah, it's it's the opposite. See, I thought it would be him coming back, but there's only maybe, I don't know, 10, 15% of the movie where they're in America. Most of it is the opposite, that he had a son who's now coming to Zamunda and learning to be a royal and taking all these tests and being whiny and <laughs> kind of trying to find his own path. And it, it, in the end, helps Akeem kind of regain the spirit and the individuality that he had as a younger man when he came to America the first time. Do
1: you think it would have made more, and I understand why they did it as far as the Hollywood thing, but would it have made more sense to title the movie Coming to Zamunda?
0: I suspect they wanted the brand recognition of Coming to America. Absolutely. Because that movie, I mean, I don't know. The original one came out in 1988, so... It came out before a lot of people were even born that would be seeing it now. You know, there are people who were born, grew up, and had kids of their own between these two movies.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it is a good movie. It's only got a 5.4 on IMDb I'm seeing now. Because I have IMDb up to make sure I'm getting cast names correct. But uh, I, would, I would recommend seeing it, especially if you like the first one. If you like that same kind of humor, that sort of absurd humor that over-the-top acting from Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Uh, if you like Wesley Snipes, he's really funny in this, which is weird if you really only know him from, like, Blade. Wesley Snipes is
1: actually very funny Yeah. in some of, I guess, some of the roles I, that he's had.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, I guess if you've seen Demolition Man, you would expect the kind of humor that he has in this. Okay. But that's my little recap to you. Uh, I would recommend you watch it. If you, I mean, if you have Amazon Prime, there's basically no reason not to. You'll clearly get more out of it if you've seen the original. You'll still probably find it pretty funny if you watch this one without it. I don't think that any of the themes about, you know, inclusion or breaking old traditions is too heavy-handed. There are some movies where that's, like, the entire focus of it. But in this one, like I said, there are a couple different conflicts. And... I really think they handled most of them pretty well without being, like I said, heavy handed. It never kind of took you out of anything. It was a decent movie.
1: Nice. I really I really didn't expect it to be. I expected to talk to you and after you know, a couple days and you to be like, Oh my god, that was such a piece of garbage.
0: That is so, actually what I expected as well.
1: Well, good for them. I as long as it wasn't purely nostalgia. I know you said there was a lot of that, but as long as there was, you know, some sort of interesting story and things going on, that seems like that's a, that's an okay, you know, uh, equation to have something good come out of it.
0: Right. All right. Well, that's this mini review. Uh, we're going to be releasing another one. We're actually going to record it right now. I'm not sure what order they're going to release in, but stay tuned for that and... Please feel free to let us know if you like this kind of thing, if you like a shorter format, if you like more spoiler-free content. You can find us on Twitter at MovieHowl, or you can email us at MovieHowl at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan. I'm Joe. And we'll catch you on the next one.
1: (laughs) Yep.